You're listening to the TNLF Podcast, episode 36. Hello, my friends. How are you? Are you doing okay? How is your day today? I am recording this on a nice rainy day. Today is the last day of April, which is absolutely insane. I feel like 2023 has just flown by. It's already like through almost through half of the second quarter, which is insane. So this is just going to be a whirlwind and I'm excited. Lots of great things are happening in life and, you know, lots of surprises are coming. Lots of projects are happening. I am just in the space of just working and really it's a plowing season, which is something that the Lord showed me at the beginning of this year. Also, end of last year was that this season is really working, really the deep work, really plowing through it. And I know that's not like the most fluffiest encouragement or anything like that, but maybe that's the season you're in right now. Maybe God is calling you into a place where you are just plowing, you're just working, you are just in the trenches of it and you're healing, you are thriving, whatever it is, but it's taking work, right? Because in order to thrive, in order to heal and grow, it takes work. It's a process. So that's kind of where I'm at. Right now, I am sitting on the couch and I usually record upstairs, but I thought, why not? Why not just look outside on this rainy day out the window, cozy on the couch, drink some tea, which yes, I am drinking tea as always. I'm currently drinking a creamy Earl Grey I got from a tea shop down the street and it's so good. I haven't really had Earl Grey in so long because I was told not to. My cardiologist told me to taper down on caffeine or anything like that. So I try to like minimize how much I drink. And when I do drink, it's more of an indulgent because you guys know Earl Grey is my, is my tea. Earl Grey is where I'm at. Earl Grey and me, we're besties. You know, I might as well be Lady Grey at this point, right? So that's what's happening in my life. And I don't want to go too deep into that because I want to get right into the meat of this episode, because this is something that when I tell you I'm on the struggle bus, I am on the struggle bus of this and it's kicking my butt because I want life to go my way. And newsflash, that's not how things work. So I'm learning, I'm growing and it's frustrating, but it's so good. I cannot believe I'm admitting this. It's good. It's like, it's like a hurt so good type of thing, you know? It's like a good workout. It hurts, but it's so good for you. Yes. So we are talking about really kind of like two things in one, but the main thing that I wanted to focus on is being okay with not knowing and kind of diving deep into why it's so hard for me personally and maybe for you, why you're not okay with not knowing and what's going on there. This has been on my heart for so long, but also it's something that I'm literally struggling with right now. And again, I always talk about how everything that I talk about usually on this podcast is something that I'm either in the trenches of or, you know, wrestling with, because the last thing I want for you, my friend, is to feel that like I'm on this pedestal and you're just listening to me. I'm not an expert. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a therapist. I'm just a girl on the struggle bus with you. And I just want to be real and honest. And hopefully that it helps you and you feel that you're not alone. You know, that's really my goal and heart behind this podcast. So let's go. So not knowing is very hard for me because I'm a planner by nature and that's how God created me. And I love to have a clear direction of where I'm going, a little details here and there. I love dates. I love deadlines. I like it when someone tells me, okay, I want you to do this and I want you to do it by then. I'm like, let's go. Like, it's just a part of me. Deadlines are just, they motivate me. They push me to work. And it, I mean, it works for all of us. That's just how the human brain works. When we have a deadline, we have a date, it pushes us to get motivated to get it done. But I just love things to happen on dates that I say they will happen. <laughs> I like life to happen the way I want it to. 
And I think I did in the episode in Why Are 20 So Hard, I talked about how when you're on a trajectory, when you finish high school, and if you've decided to go to college or pursue a trade or something like that, you kind of have this plan that's kind of mapped out for you. Because when you're going to college, and maybe you pick a degree, or maybe you're just exploring, you still, you know, like, I'm going to be here for the next three years, four years, however long you're in there. And you kind of have a plan. You know, you may not know like what classes you might take, but you know that I'm going to be at this place doing this for at least this certain amount of time. And that's kind of how I like my life to roll is where I know I'm going to be going in this direction for this long. So and then everything else we can kind of adapt. I do have the ability to adapt with like structure. You know what I mean? But I think what's been going on with me and I talked about in the last episode is that I graduated college and that structure that I had just went out the window. And now it's time for like the rubber to meet the road and to start really being an adult, living in life and being in society. And like the dates, the times, the little direction that I had all gone, it's all done. I completed a milestone and I don't have any other milestone to be going after. And that's kind of where the unknown is resting. And I talk about this again in the episode. That's how our 20s are. The place where we're coming to this point of checking off these milestones and we kind of come to a calm where there's nothing going on, but that's uneasy because when you've been going, going, going for three, four years and it all stops, it's uncomfortable because your body, your brain, your emotions, all of you was used to all of that. So it's a struggle for me right now. And I need to be okay with not knowing what will happen, or at least I need to be working on it because I don't think I'll ever be okay with it. I think it's just part of my growth that God will continually sanctify me into trying to be okay with it. So three areas of my life that I'm currently struggling with this is what am I doing with my life? You know, career choices. What am I doing with my life? What is the next step for me as far as my job? You know, what I want to do? How do I want to contribute to society? Also, should I go all in on personal development path? Because I am on this personal development path. And if you guys, I've talked about it before, I want to be a life coach. But should I go all in? Like I should just stick to it and put every effort that I have into it or not? Those are the kind of the unknowns. Also, where is this all this money going to come from? Because basically, you know, personal development path is like getting a life coaching certification and then starting to build up a clientele and a business that takes time, money, effort. I work full time right now. So a lot of different questions are coming and I'm so unclear and I feel lost because I don't know. You know, I don't know. And for some reason, I'm just struggling with not knowing. And I'm pretty decisive. And when I say decisive, I'm not decisive about what I want to eat for lunch. I'm decisive about like major life decisions, you know, but when I am indecisive like this, that means like I don't know or that I'm trying to either be comfortable and just go with what I think is okay instead of pushing myself to do something different. And I think and I believe that God is challenging me, maybe this is true for you, to really look into the indecisiveness is why that indecision is there, what is truly going on there. And that's kind of what I'm going to dig into here in a second. And for me, the other thing too, that really God like called me out on was that I don't trust him. And I remember driving to work, I just was feeling this weight. I don't know what I'm doing. What am I doing is okay. I'm literally going to work. And I'm like, should I be even be at this job? Is this what you want me to do? I'm like questioning, 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 asking. And I just hear the Lord saying, do you trust me? And I was like, I out loud, I said, honestly, I don't. And I just started crying. And I'm like, I need to pull over the car. I'm going to crash this car. I didn't crash the car. It's fine. 
But I was just like crying. I was a mess because I was like, I don't trust you. And I had to be honest with that. And I don't know where you are with your relationship with God, even if you have one, even if you believe in God. But if you do have a relationship with God, God can take our honesty. God can take us to be really honest. He actually wants us to do that because it would make no sense if God didn't want us to be honest with him because God is trustworthy. He is honest. It's part of his character. So I was just like, God, I'm not, I don't trust you at all. And that kind of led into this whole path that he's kind of been leading me on of exploring why, why I don't trust him, what's going on there, what's really happening there. And I think it's going to unfold throughout the next episodes that I do, but also just in the season of my life and what's going on, because I can see that God is moving me into a deeper and deeper trust with him, even though I'm very reluctant and I, <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to do this. He really is moving me towards that space. So the discomfort of not knowing or the need for me to know the feeling that I really need to know has been leading me to asking, why do I need to know? Why do I feel like I need to know everything? Why do I feel like I need to know what the future will hold? What is going on? And that brings me back to of my main struggles, which is control and impatience. And when it comes to like life and people and other things, I'm pretty patient. You know, I'm patient with people. Sometimes I'm too patient with people. That kind of goes back to my people pleasing. I just like I'm really overly patient. And I was realizing that control and impatient kind of go hand in hand. And control is defined as the power to influence or direct people's behavior, like the course of how things are going to go, the course of events, right? It's like when you have the power to control how things are going to happen or how people, what they're going to do, say. And then patience is defined as a capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. When was the last time you read the definition of patience? Because I'm just sitting here, I'm like, wow, the definition itself is calling me out because the capacity to accept or tolerate delay. Isn't that like so true for me, especially delay of what I want, delay gratification, right? Like we want instant gratification. Patient is about waiting. It's about delayed gratification and not being upset about it. And it also says like the capacity to accept, tolerate or delay trouble or suffering, like to tolerate trouble or suffering without getting angry. How am I supposed to just sit here and not be angry when I'm suffering, right? That's just an amazing definition of like captures everything I'm feeling. Patience for me right now is the capacity for me to sit and wait and be okay with the unknown, be okay with not knowing, be okay with not knowing what will happen, what the future will hold. So how do patient and control go together? Well, because patient is about just waiting and not try to change the trouble, the suffering of what's going on, right? It's about not getting angry or upset, but also I think it's about not trying to fix the situation right now, right? Control is about fixing the situation, taking control, right? Taking it into your own hands and changing the course of events. So for me, I was like, mm, is that really what's going on? Is that really what's happening? And I dug deep and I was like, you know what? Holy crap, I'm just scared. Like I'm really scared, right? And a lot of the times when control and impatience is present, fear is at the bottom of it because fear is a primary emotion. And I was realizing fear is playing here. Fear is here. And I talked about fear in the last um, episode. So go check it out. Episode 34. Fear is a primary emotion along with anger, joy, sadness, disgust, contempt, and surprise. And sometimes, you know, they'll add in shame, shyness, or guilt, depending on who you're reading, because different psychologists and emotional theorists will put different emotions. But really, like fear is one that they all agree on. It's like fear is a primary emotion and fear drives so many other emotions that we see. Before I even recorded this, I was like, God, I'm scared. I'm scared of what will happen. I'm scared that I won't live the life that I have in my head. I, I'm scared that the reality that I'm creating is not 
coming. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm afraid. And I just wanted to release that control because my plans are what I want to come true. And I get scared when I see that the plans that I have for me are not coming to fruition, even though God said, for I have the plans for you, not for you have the plans for you, right? That preaches, that preaches, right? And, and that also breeds fear because I am trying to push my agenda, trying to push what I want in the time that I want it. God's not in a hurry. And he takes his sweet, sweet time, even though he's literally on time. And I don't know who needs to hear that, but the life that you're living right now, where you are right now is on time. You are on time. You're not too late, right? You're on time. And the fear of missing out is so real. FOMO is so real. And fear leads to us controlling the situation, leads to us trying to influence things, leads to us trying to rush through it, especially in our 20s, because we are afraid of missing out. We're seeing these people who are in their 30s, 40s, or maybe mid 20s, and they're, they're there. And we think we have to control everything. But no, you are on time. You are on time. I always feel like I'm behind. And that comes from the fear of rejection, the fear of just like not being enough. And I talk about that in like, I think my first couple of episodes for me, because I came to America when I was nine, I didn't know English. I didn't know anything. And I was bullied for that. So I always feel behind. I always feel like I'm missing out because that, you know, that nine-year-old little girl is still in there trying to protect me, trying to fight for me, you know, saying, you know what, I'm here. I'm enough. You know, um, I'm not behind. And she's trying. And sometimes she takes rain and she goes wild. And that's kind of what's been happening. I feel like that little girl in there, that scared little girl of rejection and she got bullied and hurt and betrayed. She feels that she needs to be in control so she can protect me. And I just need to tell her it's okay. You know, maybe you went through something similar or something different where, you know, younger you is trying to protect you because she believes that you'll get hurt again. But you just got to talk to younger you, you know, talk to them and let them know that it's okay. <laughs> We're fine. You know what? Life is different now and we we're better. We've grown. We've healed. We're in a different space. So I just to go through the whole shebang is to really being aware, right? And now that I have all of this stuff, just to land this plane, as pastors would say, what do I do with all this? What happens? Like now we know all this stuff. What do we do with it? You know, and I was telling myself, it's like, I know all this stuff, but what do I do with it? What do I do with all this information? What do I do with the fact that I'm, I'm afraid, the fact that I have trust issues with God, that I'm impatient, I, I'm trying to control every person, everything in my life, every timeline. What do I do with it? And I heard this. I can't remember who. I think it was from a book. The Power of Now. Yeah. And The Power of Now talks about just being aware, being aware of yourself, almost like being a fly on the wall, being the observer of your life. And I'm learning awareness without judgment, learning how to be compassionately aware. Because when you're like me, you know, growth is a core value for me. And I want to grow. When I see an issue, when I see an air of improvement, I want to grow. I want it to change right now. And you're struggling with that. You're struggling with pushing to grow so quickly. We will miss so many things, right? If we're so focused on looking just like straight ahead and trying to move forward so quickly, and we don't ever get to look around and smell the roses, we will miss those roses. And I love roses. Not my favorite flower though, but I like them. You know, I wouldn't mind roses that they smell great. But anyways, I want to change everything right now. I want to be better right now. I want to grow right now. I want to be in, the, in that level right now. I want to be her right now. But me and this dear friend, a new friend of mine, we were online together and we we're talking and she said something. She's like, I'm not that girl yet. And I said, I was like, can we pause, please? 
because we want to be that girl, right? We want to be her. We want to be her. But she said, I'm not that girl yet. And she said it in the most compassionate place because she was coming from a place of, let's just slow down. I'm not that girl yet. And that's okay. And she didn't say that from a place of self-hate or comparison. She literally was like, I'm not that girl yet because I got so much work to do. And when we are bombarded with self-growth, self-healing, and I'm in that space, you know, I'm a personal development. That's my niche and bombarded with the messages of growth that we skip the process. Healing is a process. It's a lifelong process. And we have to be okay with not being that person yet, right? Because every single day that you choose to wake up and to choose to heal just a little bit, grow just a little bit, is a step forward. Because being the best version of you is being the version that's always growing. And growing is a slow, slow thing. And I was thinking about the redwood trees, and they didn't grow in one night. They didn't grow in one year. They didn't grow in two years. They didn't grow in 10 years. It took just years. I think it's millions of years that it took the redwood forest to grow. But it's okay to not be that girl yet. It's okay to not be that guy yet. It's fine. We're in the space of growth and it's okay not to know what's going on. It's okay to be uncertain. It's okay. And I'm saying all that, not to you, but to me. I'm like, it's okay, girl. So what I'm doing now is just noticing, noticing without judgment, compassionately noticing and being aware of the areas, being aware the fact that I'm trying to control the situation, being aware that I'm afraid and really knowing where that fear is coming from, going back to the root and tracing that feeling when I'm trying to control, when I'm trying to tell my husband to do this, say this, be there. Why didn't he do that? When I'm trying to control the situation, trying to control the marriage, trying to control my relationship, where is that stemming from? And it's usually fear. Fear is just one of those emotions that, you know, is present a lot. All I do is be aware, compassionately aware and awareness, compassionate awareness leads to action, right? And we're not trying to change or solve or fix us right now. We're just being aware, aware without judgment. We are having awareness without judgment. It's like, how do you compassionately be aware of yourself, aware of the areas of improvements that you need, compassionately aware of where you are right now, and just being okay with that? Because when you're aware, we just slowly tend to move towards action. We don't need to take this action right now, but we just slowly are aware of it and it leads us into the places that we need to be. And that's also going back to what I said earlier is that you're on time. When you're aware, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Awareness happens in the moment and that's where you're supposed to be. Awareness happens when you are still, that's where you're supposed to be. Awareness happens in the places of patience, that's where you're supposed to be. My friend, I hope that my rant, my thoughts, my struggles are giving you a little bit of light a little bit of hope that you're not alone, that we are all struggling. We're all on the struggle bus on this one and that we can grow just a little bit more every single day. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great day and please do not forget to show yourself grace and be so compassionate with yourself. I'll see you in the next one. Thank you for listening. If you found value in today's episode, please go ahead and review and rate the show. Share this with a friend and please don't forget to show yourself some grace today. I'll see you in the next one, my friend. 